Hey, yo, what the fuck is going on, everybody? It is me, Eknarf, and we are back. Yes, back. And we're here. And we are here with the eight-inch savior, the one who actually pushed Owen Hart on all jokes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> with the man with the biggest penis in North America. <laughs> Holy fuck, that was great. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Jesus Christ, that was dark. Anyways, full gear is behind us. 2021, the AW Full Gear, aka the AW Full Gaze. Yeah, I put my glasses on. I don't give a fuck about the reflection. I can't see shit. Look at that. The AW Full Gaze is now behind us. We are onwards to the end of the year, AW. We're here to review and go over the show, give you our thoughts, let you know what we think, what we like, what we didn't like, which is probably nothing because it was amazing. Emerson, yeah. do you agree? With, you I, liked I, it too? I, I definitely think it was a good show, 100%. It's great, it's great to see that they're being consistent with their pay-per-views now. And like, like it's, you could easily argue the last three pay-per-views. Like, I can see people arguing, like, oh, this pay-per-view is the best. No, this pay-per-view is the best. No, this one's better than this one. Yeah. And that's always great. That's always great to have. So, if, like, it's, it's like I said, though, going into this pay-per-view, it's like, it looks like the card looks sick. It looks, it looks like it's going to be a good card. It is a good card. They're going to probably have some banger matches. But will it top the last one? And the all out, will it top the last one in double or nothing? And I guess it's a it's a debate. I see a lot of people saying this is the best one of all time. And we won't say it yet, but we will say it at the end, what we think. We will go over the matches. We will rank the show out of five stars. And then we will, I think we should rank the pay-per-view, the last, I, I, I guess the, all four pay-per-views will just throw in Revolutionary, even though it's probably last place. Yeah, yeah. Just as a fun little thing. But like I said, it I could see any, uh, anyone saying any of the last three pay-per-views being this is the best pay-per-view of the last decade. This is the best pay-per-view of the year. I could see it. And, and, and like, I get it. Like, because they fucking all bang, you know? But we're yeah, here. Yeah. We're talking AEW Full Gear 2021. Emerson's got the matches. We are going to go over them. Uh, we took, what, it did take place at the Target Center in Minneapolis? That's the yeah. word? We yeah, still can't say? Get a little so, Emerson, you yeah, want to yeah. start reading them up? Yeah, so they opened up the show with... Uh, are we going to talk about the buy-in? Because the buy-in was okay. Like, it wasn't... Okay, you talked the buy-in. I only seen like the last five minutes of the match, so... The, I, uh, what's good? We had Jamie Hayter and Nia... Uh, I was almost in Nia Jax. Holy shit. I don't blame you. <laughs> Jamie Hayter and uh, Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida and... Uh, fuck, who was, who was Hikaru with? Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa, fuck. Uh, yeah, they had a they had a decent match. Obviously, this is to set up the TBS title tournament. 
uh, with uh, Hikaru versus Nyla and Hater versus Thunder Rosa. And uh, yeah, it was okay. Uh, I believe the, the faces won. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, that was- and they're all setting up their individual TBS title matches in the upcoming week. And it was a fun match. It was a decent match. Uh, I definitely hope to see more of Thunder Rosa. Uh, I hope she continues the tournament. And I'd like to see Thunder Rosa versus Hikaru. Uh, like eventually, I don't think they. I don't think they line up in the tournament because uh, yeah, because uh, Hikaru would face if she beats whoever wins between Nyla and Hikaru will face the winner of Ruby Soho and uh, and Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, but like, I would love to see uh, a really good match between those two because I think those two are probably the two best, like, actual wrestlers, like, belt to belt of the entire company right now. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Hikaru and Thunder Rosa. But yeah, it was a decent match. And uh, then we open up with uh, Darby Allen versus MJF. What'd you think about this? This was fucking. Uh... Are we are we revealing our matches of the night? Because this was it. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. yeah. This was okay. This was my match of the night. I fucking love this match. This may be my top like five matches of the year. This was fucking amazing, dude. It was so memorable. And the whole story was, uh, MGF was saying I could beat Darby Allen with the side headlock take uh, takeover, right? Yeah, yeah, Is that yeah. the word? And I'm like, wow. Okay, he's obviously not gonna do it. And you know, like, he fucking did. He fucking did it. it. I'm like, what the fuck? Both these guys are the future of wrestling. Both these guys are the future of AEW. Dude, the amount of spots in this match, I like, I couldn't even, like, like, we'll be here like three hours if I started listing off some of my favorite spots from this match. The one where they had them in the roll, was it the roll? They rolled them up in the pin and they kept rolling around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolling around the ring in a ball. Holy shit. The fucking, uh, MGF selling on the knee, some of the best selling I've seen all year. Yeah. Uh, Darby Allen, just one of the craziest motherfuckers. I've seen him fucking do a fucking suicide dive to the outside, but like a fucking bullet. Dude, dude like, he fucking almost killed himself on that dive. Bro. Dude, the fucking dude. speed on that guy. Holy. Yeah. This was obviously my match of the night. I was like, okay, this is like, I'm watching all these other matches. Like, there's no way this, this, this is getting top. Like, this was. As much as like some of the matches were good stories, some of the matches were wrestling, some of the matches were good like hardcore like street fighting shit. This was yeah. just pure like my favorite wrestling match of the of the night, you know. But a lot of me- uh, a lot of memories was fucking great. Jeff went to get the skateboard. Darby skateboard, and then he looked like he was going to use it, and then he's like, he went on his knees, he rolled the skateboard to Darby's like, fucking hit me! Hit me! And then ended up, like I said, ended up, he used the brass knuckles behind the referee's back, knocked Darby out, hit with the side headlock takeover, and pinned Darby the way he said he was going to pin. Fucking great storytelling. Great heel heat. I see a lot of casual people saying, this guy's a fucking dork, so it's working. Uh, I see, I like, it. just like great wrestling. MJF is probably one of the best talkers and wrestlers that have the full package that I've seen. Yeah, a lot of the time, a lot of the time, people can talk the talk, but they can't walk the walk. And a lot of people can't walk the walk, but they can talk the talk. Like a Miz, he's a good talker, but he's a shit wrestler. 
You know, like, a, like he's like, oh, he's decent, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, the pe- yeah. Like, when they go above and beyond in the rest, like, MGF, I feel like you pull like a 450, you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, you don't you even know the guy could do that shit. But yeah, fucking match of the night for me. Fucking Ming. Yeah, Emerson. I, I think it was good. And I, I didn't think, like, I thought that was like just an offhand comment that he could beat him with the headlock takeover. But at the end, he actually fucking did it. I was like, yo, what no. the fuck? He actually did what? Uh, but yo, it was a good match. Uh, yeah, you got the dynamite diamond punched him. Uh, oh, was it was it brass nuts? No, no, it was dynamite. Apparently, oh, it was okay. dynamite diamond. I thought it was brass nuts too, but that he hit it so well, I didn't even know. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, it was a good match. Uh, the fucking Darby obviously like puts his body on the line every single time mm-hmm. he wrestles. Uh, you fucking he re- he wrestles like every match is his last match. He doesn't care exactly. if he gets hurt. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. He hit that no, fucking... nobody does that. He hit the dive to the fucking the coffin drop, uh, like twice. Like he hit it off the uh to the apron. He missed. He landed back first on the apron itself, but then he was able to hit it later outside of the ring, and he couldn't hit it a second time. It was uh, it was a good uh booking. Fucking Sting coming out to help him. Uh, you know, doesn't uh, fucking ruin Darby Sean because Spears. he didn't come out. Yeah, Warlow. to start uh Warlow, uh Sean Spears. It was two seconds. Nobody got. Like, inter- nobody interfered. Nobody got distracted by it. It was exactly what it needed to be because obviously they're going to come out. They're heels. So, to get them out of the way, you have Sting out there, but they don't the interfere in the match at all because nobody got distracted. Nobody's like, yo, what mm-hmm. the fuck? They just continued their match, you know? So, it was perfect. Um, that was a perfect match. I, I, like, there's not yeah. one criticism I had about it. It was probably way better than I thought it could be. Yeah, and it was a see, great, great opener. And a lot of matches could have been the opener, but this was obviously the best choice. Fucking hot, hot off the top. Yeah, we they it's keep great. talking like this whole feud is built around the pillars of AEW: Jungle Boy, Darby, MJF, and Sammy. Well, Sammy, uh, uh, had the match this year. He lost MJF. Jungle Boy had the match last year at Double or Nothing. He lost, and now Darby lost. Yo, MJF. Yo, he's coming so now for he a title. All. He's coming for a he's- title. Whether that's yes. TNT, whether that's the main uh, the main title, the AEW, or whatever he does, obviously it looks like the next feud is going to be with Wardlow, which I want. I want to see that's Wardlow great. by himself because I think he's a big, like I think everybody fucking loves him, like everybody cheers him on. Yeah, everybody wants to cheer him, right? So like I'm with, excited with I'm MJF. Excited to see everything that goes with these guys. Darby can wrestle a fucking broomstick, and I'll enjoy it. And same mm-hmm. thing for MJF, you know, like he'll like fucking cut a promo on the broomstick and be like, "Oh, what the fuck!" But dude, it's great. It was a good, it was a good match. For, uh, best opening, like, it was a great idea. Yeah, it was great, definitely. All right, let's move on here. What's the next match? We had what? Miro, uh, Brian? No, there's a tag tag titles, right? Well, that was next. Was it? I think it was. Fuck. Let's just say the tag titles were next. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we had FTR and. Lucha Brothers for the AEW Tag Team Titles. Yeah. Uh, another, all uh, uh, this is it's just all a repeat. All the matches are good, but this again was a very good match. I know a lot of people did not like the finish. Um, yeah, even the crowd was kind of quiet there, but I actually didn't mind it at all. Uh, they would they had the they put they put they slid to the outside. You put the mask on. Uh, I think it was Dax was the legal man, right? Yeah, Dax, Dax legal- got hurt, like got it, like hit with a big move. So Cash took him outside. They put the masks on and they switched pl- uh, spaces. I I yeah, honestly so- thought 
that they were going to do like a restart to the match and we'll get like an actual finish. Yeah, so basically they pinned the non-legal men. Yeah. Wasn't that because they had the mask? So obviously it wasn't like a clean. There wasn't like a legit victory. So I guess what we're getting a rematch probably. Uh, this Most is what part. I'm thinking. I think we're gonna get, uh, especially with what happened in the in the, the not the main event, but like what happened with Cody and Pac versus uh, Johnny and Malachi later on. We'll talk about that. I think we're gonna get a four on four match mm-hmm. with. Malachi and Andrade and FTR versus Lucha Bros, Pac and uh, Cody. I think that makes be, sense. That that makes sense to me, and I'd like to see that. I don't. I don't think that'll be the like the, the blow off. I think there's something big coming for the House of Black. I think there's going to be like a big debut. Whether that's the Fiend, whether that's somebody else, I don't know. We have to wait and see. Apparently Malachi wants a faction in AEW, so that kind of goes with what you're saying. He's trying to build yeah. it. He's calling himself the House of Black, dude. How much better would it be if the fucking Butcher and Blade joined them, dude? Those guys That'd look like they should all be together, anyways. Oh yeah, they would actually like get them out of the House of Hardy thing. Like, it, yeah, that's 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 literally the worst thing about AEW is that faction. So yeah, yeah, it's facts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, it was a good match. My, I like there was a gift going online where it was like Penta was facing off with FTR in the in the ring. All of a sudden, you see like fucking Phoenix fly. Like it looks like he's like a, doing like a Superman, like a superhero landing. He just comes out from the the, the camera and lands next to his brother. And it literally looks like he's just falling from the sky and lands next to his brother coming to the rescue. Did you see that gift? Oh, the I didn't camera. see the gift, but I remember the. He's obviously he springboarded yeah. off the rope and jumped in, right? But it didn't. You didn't see him do that. So it yeah. looks like he just flies in and lands like a superhero, and he's just like, "Yo, what's up, though?" It was so sick. Phoenix it was sick. Do, Check it Phoenix out. could do anything, man. This guy. Phoenix is a superhero. Right? Yeah, Dude, no, that was especially good. that spot, the fucking package pile driver. He jumps off the package pile driver into a splash. Dude, fuck. You know what when he? You know when he runs the rope and he does like the punt there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the proper term for that but move is. He, but... he runs into the, the ropes and he does this. Oh, when he runs on the rope and he kicks him in the face. Yeah, yeah, that's a Yeah, one. he did that. I think that's what he went. He ran the rope there. And the camera was, like, parallel to, like, the rope. So, like, the way it looked, it looked like he was going to fall. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was just, like, it was good camera work. It's the same thing with that, like, spot I told you. Like, it looked like he flew in. So, good camera work. They're Their camera work's getting much better than when they started. Yeah, there's yeah. always improvements, but yeah, that was good. But yeah, a good match. Like I said, a lot of people didn't like the finish. I thought it was good. Like they're heels, right? That's what heels do. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Don't be upset. It was a good match. But yeah, okay, next. Yeah. Uh I believe now it's Miro. Miro and Brian. So yeah. Basically, we had the AEW Eliminator World Title Tournament this last month. And we had eight men. And we narrowed it down to Miro and Brian in the finals. Yeah. And they would all culminate here at this pay-per-view uh, match in the final. Yeah, Miro obviously replacing uh, Moxley, who's taking a leave right now. Moxley, because he, he went out to rehab. And the winner of this match would be the number one contender of the winner of the main event of Kenny and Hangman for the World AEW title. Uh, Brian, won. I forgot how he won. It was obviously it was a submission, right? He hit a, a tornado DVT, held on, and did a guillotine. Yeah, so 
again, with the neck with Miro, this is weakness. Good, like I said, good storytelling. Miro looked fucking great. Yeah. Brian looked fucking great. He's tapping everybody out. And, I, and I'm not just saying tapping everybody out. He hits like that submission and they tap instantly. So it looks legit. It looks like some UFC shit, MMA shit. Uh, Brian's doing the best work of his life, I think, in my opinion. He said the same thing on, a, on the post-media scrum. He says, I think I'm doing the best work of my, the best wrestling in my life. And he's yeah. like, I'm not here for, I'm not here to help the young people. I'm here to fucking, fucking kick ass and fucking wrestle. That's all he wants to do. So, yeah. I mean, it sounds a little heelish, but like, like legit, that's what he wants to do because you never know how many more matches this guy has, you know, with his neck. Sounds like it's doing better. He, he said it was, getting better and like the doctors are actually saying it gets improving a lot more yeah that's so great that, but like, you never know you yeah they're saying right? the oxygen going to his brain was uh was was much better than before he says like that uh that it's uh he feels like better than ever and it's good to see and it's good to hear and obviously you can tell that by the matches he's he's putting on he's putting on some banger matches obviously um I don't know if this would be considered a banger match. I thought it was decent. I don't it was know okay. how. I, I don't know how much chemistry these guys actually have. Well, in the ring. apparently, they've only ever had one match in WWE. I guess it was a 2018, and Miro a Rusev Miro won. Really? I don't. I didn't know if that was true or not. I swear to God, they fought way more. But whatever. Yeah, I I don't know. I. Uh... I don't know, like it. Uh, it, w- it didn't live up to my expectations. I thought it could have been a little bit better. Uh, it felt very WWE-ish, in my opinion. But it was two WWE guys, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I think it, it worked out uh, enough because Miro had to go longer than he's ever gone. Really, that's mm-hmm. that's the that's the whole reason why. Yeah, I think Brian won was because he was able to outlast the power of Miro. I think. Even if that's not the story they're trying to tell, that's kind of like what it came across to to me. And I thought it was a decent match, you know. Like they had, uh, obviously Brian is gonna be able to get out of the the game over because he's a fucking submission guy. Yes. He knows how to get out of it. So it was. Was that the first time somebody's ever got out of it, or am I wrong? Uh, I don't know. Was, I, I haven't seen a zero match. Wow, <laughs> racist. Uh no, it was okay. Like I said, yeah, I agree with you. It wasn't like the best, but it, it was good. Yeah, yeah. It's probably, probably uh, it's probably the the second weakest match of the card. I will say. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk at the end. Of, I guess our top three favorite matches, and maybe the maybe the one ma- like the, the bottom weakest. half, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk all that at the end. Let's let's move on there. Uh, so we got the six man tag super click. Jurassic Express and Christian in a no, uh, well, false got anywhere match. I gotta say, with the super click and this whole feud, I don't know if it's over now, especially after that main event. We'll talk about it. If that's, yeah. I guess that's it for these, uh, six men here. Uh, the, the face is one. Yeah. Jungle Boy got the pin, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that it has to be the end of the feud, I'm thinking. And without spoiling what happened at the end until we get there. Um, this was definitely a fun, hardcore, um, PWG-style type match. 
these guys always just put on these like PWG type fun fucking house show matches, which are always appreciated. Yeah. Uh, and I guess Full Gear is kind of their like extreme show of the year, right? Because if you look at the track record of the Full Gear pay per view, they always have kind of like one or two matches with those extreme, you know, stipulation weapon type matches. So. Yeah, this is the first one. Uh, was made of not made event, but it had the lights out match between Kenny uh, and Moxley. Kenny and Mox. Yeah, uh, and last year was Kingston and Mox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's how I figured. Like they, this was kind of like their. The WWE has extreme rules, which is not extreme. This is kind of their version. Like full gear is like you're gonna see some blood, you're gonna see some chairs. You know, that's what I figured. This was that. So that kind of served for that. Wasn't like the most extreme match ever, but it was a fun match. Uh, I found it cool too. I was just watching BTE a couple hours ago. It's currently Monday afternoon, yeah. and if you watch the vlog, the, apparently there's a point where Christian and Nick Jackson go off, and you're like, "Whoa, where the hell did they go?" They fought. They were, were they were fighting out in the back, in like the concessions, and it was recorded for BTE. So it was like a little exclusive. Like what? Like if you see them disappear during that match. You could tie it together to the BT vlog, and they were fighting in the back, and then like a little area of the of the stands. Yeah. And then yeah. after they make their way back into like the ramp area where they they concluded the match, which I thought was really cool because it's like it makes sense. Like, yeah, where did they go? This is where they were. Pretty cool stuff. I like the gear of the Bucks with the pink, and Adam Cole with the black and pink. There, yeah. fucking sick. I don't want to talk too much about where they're going until we get to the main event, but yeah. this was a great match. Uh, I guess I could just say this was probably my second favorite match of the night. Uh, great stuff. And good, some very good spots there. And they did, like, the stuff they were doing on the ramp was fucking mint, especially with that, like, special, like, pay-per-view designed stage ramp area. Yeah, yeah. With the, yeah, it was pretty cool. So I enjoyed this a lot. And th- like I said, this felt, you watch like a WWE paper, you're like, wow, this doesn't feel like a paper. You're watching the show, and like, this feels like a fucking paper with the stage, special stage, you know, the look, the fucking gear, special entrances. This was a fucking paper. Okay, go ahead, Emerson. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like uh, the storyline's obviously all about Jungle Boy needing to, you know, go, uh, go up. Wait, one second. I'll just talk. I don't think I can hold out long enough until Emerson comes back. But yeah, this was a good match. There's a lot of good spots. Definitely recommend this match. Uh, there's some cool spots. Uh, I think there was a couple botches there, but you know, nothing's yeah, yeah. perfect. Sorry about that. I'm going to cut we'll that talk out. About the match. <laughs> I'll cut that part no, out. No, no, no. Keep it in. I was talking about the match. Keep it in. <laughs> Okay. Keep fine. it in until I uh, see something bad. Yeah. So, uh, I feel like the story was like Jungle Boy needed to hit that next gear. Let's be like I said, Sammy's champion, TNT t- champion, Darby Allen was TNT champion, MJF has beaten all three of the pillars. Who was the pillar that needed that big win? It had to be uh fucking Jungle Boy, and Jungle Boy finally got a big victory over Adam Cole in this match. Obviously, it's not one-on-one. We can still do that down the line. They usually, you there's know... There's always room for rematch. There's always a, a room for that, but I think uh, we'll get into later. I think Adam Cole's going to be doing other stuff, obviously. Uh, but... Yeah, they'll say it now. 
I think Christian has been a great uh, mentor, mentor to him. And I thought that moment uh, in the match where he didn't want to do the concerto, after finally at the end, he's like, fuck it, dude. I need to hit this next gear. I need some viciousness in my in uh, in me. You know, I need to be vicious or else I'm going to get fucking taken advantage of by these heels who, no matter what, is looking to hurt me. I got to hurt them back. He fucking got the chair and he fucking concertoed Matt Jackson. I, I thought it was such a good match. The fucking BTE trigger uh, with the the uh, what's it called the knee pads with the uh, the despite the thumb, thumbtack thumbtack yeah that yeah. that was a fucking great spot on Luchasaurus Luchasaurus fucking hit a choke slam off the apron I mean off the off the stage then hitting a shooting star press off the stage oh my god I was like yeah. what the fuck uh, yo this match was for Jungle Boy so even at the end was. when was. they were celebrating. Christian like was in the middle. He kind of like put Jungle Boy in the middle. He's like, "You're supposed to go here, kind of deal." If you notice that, yeah. I uh, I don't funny. know what what is my favorite match. Maybe as we're talking, I'll 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 think about. We'll talk it. at the end. You don't have to say it now. But this is definitely one of the best matches on the card. It has to be up there with uh with a lot of like their matches that they've had in AEW. Definitely one of the better. Uh, like at this point of the show, you're just like, yo, what the fuck are they gonna do? You know, like what are they, what like what can't they do if uh, after this? And it's like, I don't know, man. It's fucking crazy. Like, uh, where where do you where do you see these guys going now if the feud is done? Because I think it's done, right? Where do you yeah, think that? Yeah. Like, do you think I hear rumors of Christian turning on them? I I personally would like to see them versus the acclaimed for a bit because like, they had that one match. Yeah, uh, I, uh, what was it Rampage? I don't know. I don't know because like, there's a lot of people who are coming up, and I, I'd like maybe uh who's who's like a young person, maybe like a two point and Dan, Daniel Garcia would be an mm, interesting thing. I'd like good. to see uh, Daniel Garcia, younger boy together. Yeah, like a month long feud. Why not? Uh, there's a lot of stuff they can do, and uh, I'm really excited to see what where AEW goes. And uh, well, that's the thing now. We're in the we're gonna have the post dynamite post pay per view show being in Hangman's hometown, which we won't spoil yet. Why, whatever, but yeah. where where are we going now? What are gonna be the new feuds? What's gonna be continuing? I think a lot of these feuds are done, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that after. We'll talk about that. After. And, uh, we'll next yeah, so that's it for this match. We'll, uh, let's uh. Into the next match, Cody Rhodes, Pac versus uh, Malachi and Andrade El Idolo. So, the problem with this match, I feel like this was one match too much for this pay per view. I think the pay per view was 15 minutes too long and needed to be cut down. And this match, honestly, was the match that shouldn't, was, was, shouldn't. Shouldn't be there. Uh, I like yeah. all these guys, even Cody. I'm happy that Malachi, Pac, and uh, Andrade are all on a pay-per-view, which is great. But this honestly could have been a main event for a Dynamite. This didn't need to be here. And a lot of a lot of these matches were like all these matches are great, amazing matches that you don't want to miss. The problem is there was not that one match that you, need, you needed for, like, to take a break to, like, go to the washroom and get some snacks and stuff. 
for me, this was that match. I had to pick a match, and this was that match, unfortunately. Because, like I said, like that, if you think back to like Double or Nothing, that or was it Double or Nothing or All Out? They had Big Show and QT, remember? Yeah, yeah. that's all. Like, oh, what the f-? that match actually was perfect because you needed that one buffer to take that break. Because, like I said, you're sitting there for hours, you need to like, yeah, this is go a cool and match. get yourself right, you know. And like, unfortunately, for a lot of people, this was that match because it was the least important match, really. The match was the least. Um, like Thanks. meaning going into it and coming out of it, yeah. So yeah. unfortunately, that was that. But it was a good, fun match. But like, again, this didn't really need to be here. Exactly. But it was still a good match. Probably for me, if we're talking ranking all the matches, it was probably the lower end of the card, unfortunately. But not my not my worst match of the night. So there you go. It was it was weird. It was a lot of like they didn't want to work together. Like it's like oh no. I want to be in the and they coexist. Yeah, yeah, like can they coexist? And they couldn't. Like they they did. After they didn't. After they did. After they didn't. It's just like, like I one. I don't understand Malachi and Andrade not wanting to work together. Yeah, they even were not coexisting. I didn't understand that. That's my trigger word now. If I hear the word coexist, I go into a seizure now. That's unfortunately my fucking trigger word. Yeah. So it was fucking weird. I think that uh, I'm gonna say this right now. This is the worst match on the on the show, just because mm, like I, I, I can like, see that. I feel like it was just the wrong decision to make this. The like the I don't know why the booking was. Yeah, we can't work together. We can't work together. Why? I okay. Pack and Pack and <laughs> Cody. Pack and Cody, fine. But Malachi and and Andrade have like this. Like they don't. They are mutual. Like they, they're like I don't know, man. Like they have an understanding, and I don't understand why Malachi would be like, "No, I want to be in the ring, not you." And it's yeah. like, why? Like you guys yeah, hate Cody equally. And even, even to, I'm shocked that the faces one pack got the pin. I, I'm not. Oh. I, I feel like Pac. Uh, it looked like Pac was. Oh, he deserved it. Yeah. I don't know. Like this match was a little like everywhere for me like i said but i was also like more worried about myself like oh i gotta go take a dump i gotta go refill my drink you know so i was like oh what what happened but realistically i don't care because like i said it's not for a title it's not for like number one contender it's not really any meaning i like these guys but unfortunately they have to be that buffer for me to, tonight legit you know uh, what i mean i was so. watching this with uh with a couple of our friends uh we ordered pizza shout out is- yeah. shout out the big ones this is when the pizza. That's not what we call them. We went to go. Everybody was like, "Yo, let's go get a pizza." We went to go. Everybody, everybody was more concerned about the food and the. Everybody was more concerned about the food and the drink than the actual match. I know what you mean. That, that's kind of the same idea here, man. Me and Jonathan, they're like, "Oh shit, you know what? We should go. Uh, you want to go get some chips? Yeah, let's go up and get some chips. You know? Yeah, yeah. And the match is going on. You know, it's unfortunate, but that's how it is. Yeah, unfortunately, so. this match wasn't too interesting. I think Cody. Uh, I think it was obvious you needed to have Malachi, you needed to have Andrade, you need to have Cody, but like I don't know, they could have been doing like anything this. else. I think this is probably the not like weakest, this. This is the weakest uh storyline going on right now. Uh, I don't know, Cody hasn't been. I don't know, active. I you haven't been watching Orange Cassidy in my hurry, but yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't I know. Guess. Even that but has no, more. Just, that, even that honest, has more on uh, uh, to do with shit. 
Whoa. Well, let, let's be honest, though. I think it's time for Malachi to move on from Cody. I'm getting sick of it now. It's like yeah. four times now. Like, let's fuck off right now. Like, I think we'll fight the, I really hope fight Andrade. Fuck it. Yeah, I hope, really hope this is the end, but I don't think it is. I think we're going to get that uh, eight-man tag, like I was saying, with FTR. Do the eight-man and then move on, please. Like, fuck. Yeah, and <laughs> like, it's, getting, it's getting repetitive now. Yeah, we'll see what happens, but I really hope Cody in the new year gets a, a good storyline because Turn he fucking had, No. He hasn't had a good storyline since probably him and Darby last year. What if it comes out he eats babies? No, all right. Anyways. Uh, Let's move on. Yeah. And the next match, I believe, is the women's. No, see, I'm fucking Where, Eddie. When the fuck did the women have their match? I know. I'm the order. In my head is all mixed up. Okay, let's go with Eddie and Punk. So next up, we had the, Eddie. Okay, you know Kingston. what it is? They didn't even put the fucking women's match on here. What the fuck is that? Don't worry. Okay, well, okay, well I think it was the women's match next. So Brett yeah, Baker versus. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Brett Baker versus Tay Conti for the AEW women's title. We have Brett Baker winning and retaining the title. A lot of people are saying this was Tay Conti's best match in her career. The biggest match in her career. It is her biggest. I, I don't think it's her best. I can agree. No, I think I, I think uh, I agree with all those statements. Like I said, um, the problem was I was busy eating the, all the chips I went to go get and stuff, so I was more concerned about the crumbs on my shirt. than No, it was a good match. I'm talking shit, but it was good. Good. It was like, I, like a lot of the time I see the women's match for the pay per view. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? But this was actually a match. I'm like, you know what? I, we all know who's gonna win. It's kind of predictable. Yeah. But you know, it's gonna be a good fight. Whatever. I'm not too upset about it. But I can't wait for the day where it's like you get these a women's title match at a pay per view, and you're like, oh shit, I can see this going any way. I'm telling and you, I think right the now, only time that's gonna happen is if you get like Thunder Rosa versus. Exactly. Baker, exactly. that's the only time I feel like, but I guess, I guess they just don't want to whenever they do it, Thunder Rose has got to win that title it's so gonna happen, yeah. that, that's the only time, like I said, other than anybody else she faces, it's just not believable, but I think right now we're in a point where AW has uh, champions that we know who are going to, like, we already know who's going to beat uh, you know, the obviously the world champion, which we're not we're not going to talk about that yet but we, we pretty much know who's going to take the title off him. And we know who's going to take the title off Brit. So right now we're just waiting until that happens. You know, It's just being patient as a fan. Exactly. Seeing the story play out. Same but thing with Kenny. Kenny's watch every like week. That. Yeah. That's what happens when you watch every week as a fan. You, you know where they're going. You know where they're going. But sometimes, like I said, especially with the Hangman Page thing, there was like a swerve here, swerve there. But then eventually you get there, like, oh, okay, awesome. So they are going there, right? So, yeah. And even to, we'll talk about the main event, but like, even Can I was I just be Tony Khan a bit on the media scrum. Was, and he's tried to swerve everybody with the result of Miro and Brian. And and you know what? It kind of worked, but we'll wait till the end to yeah. talk about all that. To be honest, I, I like Britt. I like her a lot. I think she's a great talker. She is a, a good wrestler. But I think having Hater and Rebel out there with her take a lot away from her matches because do you think it's time for her for hater do you think it's time for hater to turn on her and do a thing no i think it's time for fucking rebel and hater the haters stay backstage because i think think they genuinely take away from her matches and i every single time i see her come out like yo let's fucking go brit yo dmd dmd oh fucking rebel 
And after you see Hater walking by, I'm like, oh, fucking Hater. And it's just like, it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing them with her. And I I think Britt, as much I always obviously she's a heel, and obviously she she's gonna take every advantage that she can get. But I think it's just fucking like they're not like oh my god, it's not like a, a Sean Spears and Wardlow, you know, with MJF, you know, like you you're fucking like happy to see them because you like them. But like I don't see any likable thing about uh, about Rebel at all. She's rebel, in, yeah. I she's exactly rebel, what the problem cool. W has are these fucking annoying characters that they keep around. And I'm sorry, Rebel's a fucking annoying character that they don't need to keep around. If I think she, I don't want to see her fired. Obviously, I think she's she has a no, spot. Get her fired. Fuck it. No, no, I she's think she has fired. a spot. But I think when down to an AW women's title defense, I really want to see. Brit by herself because she doesn't need them, especially against Tay I'm sorry, Tay not on the same level yet. I think she's a great fucking wrestler. I think she's come up with very innovative stuff, and she's definitely made a, a move set that is a scary thing to go up against. If you're looking move set to move set, it's a very well thought out uh, set of moves that she's put into her arsenal, and I really enjoy every single time I see her hit any of them. Like, especially that fucking uh, air raid crash that she spins out into a fucking sidewalk slam type move. I'm like, yo, that's fucking sick. Uh, you know, like, the, the Thai KO is a great move as well. Like, I love everything she does. I just don't think she was on the same level as Brit. So, I, I not a second was I like, oh, my God, she's going to win. Oh, my God, she's going to win. No. And I don't know. I feel like that match, especially, you did not need uh, Hater and and uh, Rebel out there. That's it. That's, that's, that's all I have to say about this match. I thought it was a decent match. Uh, Britt keeps hitting those fucking nasty curve stomps. And uh, it was nice to see that she didn't have to win with the the, the lockjaw. She can win uh, any like any way she can. So, like, I, I think it was, it was like a roll-up. Wasn't it like a roll-up or some shit? I don't remember. I can't remember. It wasn't like a roll-up roll, but I mean, like they, like she, she reversed a roll, a, a reversal pin by Take Conti, and she reversed into her own pin, which got the earn the win. I don't know. It was okay. Eddie Kingston, CM Punk, one on one. Uh, best probably. Well, I'm not sorry. Not the best story. Like that was the main event. But, like, on a short notice, like, the story between these two, you actually believe that these two wanted to fucking kill each other. They fucking hate each other. And apparently, Eddie Kingston was injured going to this match, and now he's really fucking injured. That's what I'm hearing. Uh-huh. Something about his shoulder, so might be out. I mean, like, half but... the fucking roster has an injured shoulder. Did you see that? Jeez, yeah, everybody's fucking drinking. They need to fucking cancel their premium. Fuck, man. But anyways, uh... Very good match. I think it was a little bit shorter than. I think know, it was exactly the, the, the amount the amount of time it needed. It was apparently. Well, this I is, guess it might be because it was your, no, it was perfect. So they apparently Blood. only two matches on the card went under fifteen minutes. Apparently, that's that's feel statistic. like it though. This one, this one was um, uh, was uh, like under fifteen minutes. One of them. Yeah. CM Punk won. 
but he did draw blood, so that was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not much to say. At the end of the match, uh, CM Punk goes to, like, they're both, like, kind of, like, fucked up, like, injured. CM Punk gets, stumbles to his feet. He goes to, wants to sh- shake Eddie's hand and be like, oh, I respect you after all this. I do respect you. Eddie Kingston slaps his hand away, and he, or, or, or he doesn't shake his hand. He just leaves the ring. Yeah, yeah. So what's happening? Are we getting a rematch? What's happening? Or is Eddie a heel? What's happening? I think this, is my, this was my most anticipated match. I think I was more excited for this match than anything uh, going into the, the show, which might sound like heresy. Fucking, oh, I'm uh, Paige and Kenny. No, but this this one, like, legit, when CM Punk signed, I said, I want Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk for the promos alone. And that promo was so good. And it was like, it was so real. Oh my god, man! I I was so excited for this match. I had fucking the Urkin right away. He just fucking hits CM Punk right in the oh, face with yeah, the spinning back yeah, fist, yeah. and he was the, out. He was yeah, fucking before the bell rang. I know. Yeah, it was like, the fucking what was it? The three sixty backhand. What do you call that? Move? Yeah, the Urkin. Hits him with the Urkin and fucking knocks Punk out, and everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Like I just yeah, made yeah. you're right. You're like, "Let's go!" I want to see this match, and then Dude. you did that. You're like. What the? Want to hear something funny? That's probably the fucking best part. Yeah. So I was watching it with uh with Casual Carm, right, and mm. uh, and another friend of ours, Ange. Mr. And Ange. legit, Carm is like so in love with CM Punk. You know, he's one of those guys who like uh when CM Punk left. You know, he was upset about it, and he followed him everywhere he went. Uh, Carm's like legit. Like, oh, I really want to watch this match, but when he I need to watch him. He's like, it's okay. He's doing his entrance. I'll be right back. He's oh. a <laughs> Oh, I see the fucking Urk, and I'm like, is that the end of the match? Is that the <laughs> end? And I'm like, yo, Carm. He's like, why? I'm like, I think the match is over. I was like, what? <laughs> As he's running from the washroom, pulling up his pants. What did I do? Yeah, he ran out of the washroom. He's like zipping up his, his fucking pants. He's, he's like, what happened? What happened? <laughs> it was fucking oh, great. Man. I fucking love it. Let me ask you this. Where do you think Punk's going from here? Who he's gonna be feuding with next? Uh, Apparently, I, he he signaled for the title. Did you see that? He did. He did. For, apparently, okay. So the media scrum. He, he says he's going after a belt, and if it's Sammy Guevara, I'm really excited to see that. Uh, I think Punk's gonna beat Sammy for it. Yeah, because okay, the TNT titles probably only and the tag team titles are the only belts in the company where you don't know who's gonna win. Like even the TPS, yeah. you're like it's either Cargill. Or it's or it's Rosa. You know that's where I think it's going. Mm-hmm. I think uh, if he's going for a title, it's going. He's going to be going against the TNT, um, yeah, Sammy. Sammy, and probably I don't know if they're doing winners coming, but if they're doing winners coming, it's going to be a big win. And you get Punk as the face of TNT. I mean, who doesn't want that to be the face? You know. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. We'll see. I think that's where he's going. Yeah, for sure. I I like to see that. Uh, it'd be very interesting if they did Punk and uh, the world champion. Uh, go for the nah, world nah, nah, I think nah. it'd be interesting if he beats both Brian and him. Wouldn't that be an interesting thing? Just to say, uh, the guy who won it? the main event there, I mean, I'm legitimize him for sure. For sure, it's it's solidify that that title reign. I don't know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's anything get, let's AEW get, does, when we get there, we'll talk about all that. We'll yeah. get there, we'll talk about uh, anything he does. I'm excited for. Uh, when I say he, yeah. I mean Tony Khan. Tony Khan. Did you see all the criticism won. though for Punk that 
people are not happy the way he's being booked. You think he's being overexposed? What do you? I want to know your thoughts on that because I have, I have, I have, I want to say something about that. I disagree. I think he's. I think. I think it's perfect. In WWE, expect it to be a certain way, but if you think Brock Lesnar and Goldberg aren't overexposed, you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Those guys I, are overdone. And the thing is. CM Punk is not overexposed because CM Punk hasn't had a bad fucking match yet. He hasn't had a bad fucking promo yet. And you can feel how happy he is to be inside the ring. When you see other people who come in for these types of matches and these types of deals, you're like, uh, you can tell they only wanted to, they're only there for the money. And for mm-hmm. Punk, you don't feel that. You feel like, yo, I have something to prove here. To myself, not to them, not to the people, to myself that I can still get in the ring and still wrestle and have a good time. And, you know, like it's it. He has a year. Well, he has like a year now. It was a year and a half like he signed for. And maybe he will sign an extension. Who knows? But right now he's happy. Right now he's on as TV as much as he wants to be. And let's be honest, I, if you're a true wrestling fan, and you're enjoying AEW, why wouldn't you be happy to see him there every single time he's, he's out I, there? I agree with you 100%. And he even said it in the media scrum after the pay-per-view. He goes, they, they, asked, him, like, they asked him that question. He goes, listen, oh, we, have, we cater to a certain audience, our audience, and the, our audience likes wrestling. So he goes, why would you deplete them of what they like? They go, they want to see me wrestle. Exactly. I'm here to wrestle. And I agree with it. The guy was gone for seven years. Why fucking take him away from us again? Like, I don't want him to be like Brock Lesnar where he shows up just for the papers. I want to see this guy fucking all the time, dude. Exactly. You know? Like, I already lost this guy for seven years of my life. I want to see this guy now. Like, like it's like, it's, it, like the guy is here. He wants to work. Let him work. Like, I don't know why everybody has to be booked like a Brock Lesnar. Like, the guy is obviously not lazy. He wants to put in the work. So I take that away from him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why people like the people complain. Always, oh, I want him back to wrestling. Comes back to wrestling, and now you're complaining that he's wrestling. Like, fuck off. Like, let the guy do what he wants. Exactly. Wants to wrestle, let him fucking wrestle. Like, seriously, people are like, just need to fucking die. Okay, anyways, <laughs> next. Yeah. Uh, fuck, man. I can't wait for go. whatever he does next. But yeah, let's uh, the next match. Inner circle. Uh, inner circle versus American Top Team and Men of the Year. In a Minneapolis, I can't say Minneapolis street fight. Uh, this was weird. This was a weird. Can match. I tell you straight off? Can I tell yeah. you straight off? This is my worst match of the night. I did not really? like this. Really, dude. The U- the UFC guys didn't know what the fuck they were doing. One guy almost landed on his head doing a fucking standing moonsault. Inner Circle is great. I love Inner Circle. Yeah, yeah. It's not the. It's not their fault. Sammy doing the fucking swanton off the top of the like twenty foot ladder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Santana Ortiz are fucking great. Jericho is my favorite all time. Hager is Hager. He's, he exists, but uh, I love the inner circle. It's not their fault. It's just like you put them against a team with two people that are UFC fighters and one guy who looks like he's about to be my uncle and touch me in privately. Like, <laughs> yeah, like. You know what I mean? Like, like you could tell the the UFC guy. Obviously, like Scorpio and Ethan know what they're doing. Like, they're great yeah, too. Yeah. But you have like, so you have ten guys. You have three out of the ten guys who were 
or buffoons, right? And like half of the like half of them don't know what like the next spot. Like you can tell they're lost. Like they're like you see them telling like, oh, you got to do this. You got, you know what I mean? Like you're at a people over here. Like obviously the, these guys weren't ready for it. Like okay, I'm gonna. I'm I don't. Be it's, it's one thing you like to pro wrestle. So it's the second thing if you know how to pro wrestle. You know what I mean? Like they should have. They probably of- should have added Tony Neath to to Man of the Year. Cause it looked like yeah, that, and then you could have you could have had like Junior Dos Santos, one UFC guy, like even Dan Lambert being in there, like he yeah, takes away the spot from a guy who can actually go. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna, I, I really enjoyed this match. I had fun. It was a fun match. I, I don't have a problem. Obviously, it's not a good, good match. But how can you be upset with our with fucking Jake Hager hitting a guy with a fucking toaster? <laughs> like, yeah, that was great. <laughs> No, but listen, Car- Car- was, was like was dying, a- dude. He was like, "Does he have a football?" And then no. they cut, and all you see is the guy get hit with the football. It was a fun match again. Like they got they they made yeah, the stipulation yeah. to be a street fight, but like I said, for me, it was the weakest match because, like I said, you it's you could have done weekend. something where you recruited another guy or two into uh, the dream team. There, what's what's their name? The, the faction, men of the year, right? Like, and then you could have had like the, I don't know, like. It, the build was great. Like, I enjoyed them all, like, dissing each other and stuff. But, like like I said, the execution wasn't, like... And I kind of figured it was going to be like this. It wasn't the best. It was because the MMA guys, right? So, yeah. but it's still fun. It was still decent. But, again, at this point, I was just, like, I kind of want to just get to the main event now. Like, uh, like this is dragging on too much. Like I said, it was. It felt like, like it was a, a match could have gone. You know what I mean? So I was like, at this point, I was like, I should be watching the fucking world title match. It's like 11.15 now. Like, I want to fucking see Hangman and Kenny now. But, I yeah. can, so I anyways. can see where you're coming from. I, like I said, uh, I really enjoyed the show. I, I mean, uh, that match. Just because, like, I'm not expecting a five-star classic. I'm just expecting some stupid shit to happen. I, a lot of stupid shit happened. Uh, I fucking... I love that the fucking spot where... Santana and Ortiz have uh, I don't know have one guy locked up and you see just I think it was Sammy came in with the football and he threw it at, at Scorpio Sky who was also locked yeah. up it was a good uh, it was a good time uh, fucking uh, in the crowd uh, Baron Von Raschke right I believe his name was hit the fucking claw on Ethan Page I don't know. I, I had fun uh, with the match. I didn't expect anything too crazy. And uh, it's definitely in the bottom of the, the show. But I'll never... I, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's a bad match. Then, yeah. we had our surprise of the pay-per-view. Wow, I didn't get your reaction to this. I didn't ask you about this. We had Tony Schiavone come out just before the main event. Yeah, and it's like, our we have a special surprise for you," and was like, "Oh, who is it? Who is it? Who is it?" All of a sudden, you hear generic music number sixty-five, like, oh my and God. the words "Jay Lethal" come onto your screen, and I'm like, "Yo, dude, what? I'm so happy!" Like, Jay uh, fucking Lethal comes out and basically said, "He no, he said it there. He goes, I'm officially all elite." And everybody's like, yo, with the whole Ring of Honor news, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. So he's all elite. And they announced he's going to be facing Sammy for the TNT title this Wednesday on Dynamite. And I'm like, yo. Dude, I'm just so excited for that. 
Do I love I love AEW's roster because it's got a little bit of talent from all these different like rosters yeah, yeah. And, and like and you put them all into one and so you kind of get like dream matches, right? So you got people from Impact, you got people from Ring of Honor, you got people from Japan, you got people from WWE, you got people from CZW, you got people from this, you, you got veterans, and you get like a mixture of all a little bit of each, and you get all these like dream matches or matches you never think you were going to have. Exactly. And this is one one of these examples. You got a Ring of Honor legend and Jay Lethal. Everybody knows the name Jay Lethal if you know Ring of Honor. And uh, this is a big signing for them. And I, I, I'm still hyped up about it. You'll hear me go, fucking, I'll just be washing the dishes. I'll be like, Jay Lethal, baby! You know, they just ran because I'm excited. So. Yeah, I thought this was a great uh, signing, obviously. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if I want to get into what's going on on Twitter, but Twitter be Twitter. Uh, yeah, don't talk about that. I'm not going to talk about it. I don't want to bring uh, attention to it. You can you can look into it yourself. What's going on, on Twitter? But uh, I'm actually a huge fan of Lethal. I got into ROH around the time when he was back there after he got uh, released from uh, Impact. Uh, I was into him, and and uh, I think I got into it when a lot of people started getting back into ROH, which was uh, Jay Lethal versus uh, Jay Briscoe. Uh, Battle of the, the Jays. The yeah, Super J Cup. The, the, they were both champion. The uh, Super J Cup. It was fucking sick, and they had such a good promo uh, going into the show that everybody was like super into the show and like talking about it and going crazy about like, oh my god, Jay Lethal is like you know he's a great champion. It's like oh my god, Jay Briscoe hasn't lost a match in a whole year. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna be the champion? After we have Adam Cole. Fucking getting involved, he fucking shaves uh uh Jay Lethal's head and all these things going on. Like uh, Jay Lethal was a great uh television champion. So like all these things are like I know I know Jay Lethal. I remember people him talking about wanting to go to NXT and NXT kept fucking saying no, but no, this was NXT with fucking Neville, Sami Zayn, Tyler Breeze, and Tyson Kidd. So this is the timing where like it was fucking great. This is NXT like when like just before fucking Nakamura and Kevin Owens got there and Balor. Dude, it was like the best time to be an NXT fan. And he's saying like, yeah, dude, my I, I've reached out to them and they don't they, you know, hopefully I could get in. And unfortunately, W is like, yo, fuck you. And you know what? I'm telling you right now, if he ever went to WWE, he wouldn't have the the presentation that he's had tonight. I mean last night, uh not Last day, but at the pay per view, he he had such a big presentation, such a debut, and such a, a a huge chorus of cheers. And I'm like, I'm just happy to see him there, man. Me too. This is a veteran oh. that you that's gonna do some work, you know. I and I've only seen so much of this guy, so it's like it's like I'm happy because I get, to, I know the name, I know like I've seen a couple of matches and I I like him, I like the personality, so it's like oh now I get to see this guy more regularly on TV because he's on the show I like, which that's why I was like, okay, this is cool. Same yeah. thing with like, a, you know, like you get like a Bobby Fish. Like you never really get to see him in WWE. Okay, I get to see a, a Bobby Fish more or a, uh, you know, any of these guys, you know, like even yeah. I remember when they when they announced All Elite Wrestling, I was like, oh, I get to see Kenny Omega and the Bucks weekly. Or I remember I would only, I'd only watch like them two or three times a year on 
Japan and Ring of Honor like pay per views. It's like I only get to see them once in a while. Now I get to watch them every week. I'm so hyped for this, and this is the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And Let's get to the main event. Are you yeah, got anything to say? I got one more thing. It's like, uh, you see all these people de- uh, debuting recently, and they all get at least a couple uh, of really good matches. I'm really excited to see Sammy. <laughs> Because uh, I think it's going to be a great match between them two, but yeah, let's get it on to the the main event. Hey, right. Man. Let me let me hype this up. Let me hype this yeah, up. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. We got Hangman Adam, motherfucking Page, going up, being the number one contender, facing the AEW World Champion, Mister Kenny Omega from Winnipeg, who has been holding the title for just under a year now. When he won it last year at the Winner's Coming Special Dynamite Show in December, we have the two of them going one-on-one in a singles match. And the goddamn... This may be the best story for pro wrestling of the modern-day era. I watched a video this morning, like, after the pay-per-view, but I was like, I should have done it before. A video on YouTube. Just search up... Adam Hangman Page, full AEW story. And basically, it tells you the story all the way up until the title defense, more or less, or when he went out to have the baby. But you know the story from there. It's recent. And, like, just seeing, like, the long-term story they told with this guy, like, it was fucking amazing, dude. And even the intro they had, did you see they had, like, the drone shot of, like, downtown Minneapolis, his hometown. They're doing, like, a drone shot flying around at night in Minneapolis. And there's even, two. you see, like, the Dark Order running in a tunnel, like, an overhead road tunnel. And you just hear, (laughs) just running. Yeah, they're they're like, yo, we gotta go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. And then you just see them on a hangman on a horse walking down the road slowly and just showing the screens of him, little highlights of him when AEW started. He was in the first... AEW World Title Match, the inaugural uh, title match with Jericho at the first All Out in 2019, and then little clips with him and the Bucks and 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 stuff, and then it takes him and he comes out and all you hear is dun 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 dun, 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 dun. and his song and he comes out and everybody's like yeah, and the power was going off. Holy shit, dude! Fucking chills. So. Dude, the fucking story is amazing. You know the whole story, right? Dude, I, I fucking always keep talking about it, man. Day one, who came out and said they're going to win the belt? You know, you know what's Hawk crazy? And, and he did it. He you, know what, you know what's crazy? So, so we'll say now, Hangman Page beat Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Um, he basically hit him with a buckshot lariat to the back of Kenny Omega's head. And then he went for the second buckshot lariat, and the Bucks were out there. And everyone's like, oh, the Bucks, they're going to... They're going to interfere. What the hell is this? And all of a sudden, he's about to hit that, like, last buckshot lariat that, like, that you know this is going to be the one that takes him out. He's going to win the title right at the end of the match. And uh, Matt Jackson's out there. Like, they're both out there, but he looks at Matt Jackson. The camera looks at Matt Jackson, and then Matt Jackson just looks at the camera and looks at the camera and goes, gives him, like, gives him, gives him, like, the nod of approval. Like, you know what? You yeah, are yeah. your championship material. You, you know, you are good. You are as good as... You know, we, we, you know, you could, you, you, you can do this. And all of a sudden, it hits Kenny with the buckshot lariat. One, two, three. Ding, ding, ding. Adam Page is your AEW world champion. And everybody's going nuts. The Dark Order comes out. 
the Dark Order's here to celebrate. Even two candies or uh, Adam's like tearing up, and then the Dark Order comes out and they're like, "Oh, here, look, a beer," and he's just looking at it. He takes the beer and fucking throws it to the side and goes and gives them a hug. I'm like, yeah, yeah. "Yo, the story, the story." It was holy so good, fuck. And yeah, now we're gonna get the celebration. He's gonna be in his hometown on Wednesday, Dynamite in North uh, Virginia, or was it Virginia? I'm very excited to see that. Where does he go from here? Well, we know where he's going from here. He's got Brian. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be getting Brian versus Hangman. So that's going to be very interesting. I don't think Hangman's going to lose to Brian. Uh, yo, fucking hype is real. Yeah. And the little, so the whole story, if you guys don't know, and the first all out, he wanted, because Kenny usually would have the Bucks out with him on his side while he'd have these big matches in New Japan against Okada. And all these other matches. So Hangman wanted the Bucks out on his side at the first all out, but they said no. Right. And then he lost and let to his slow decline and then lose his friends, lose his title, like just taking titles with Kenny, start drinking a lot. That uh, you know, start like not like uh valuing his friendship with the dark order and going down down this dark tunnel. And then it led all back to here two years later, where the Bucks were at his side. And they give him the nod of approval. Like, how crazy yeah. is that? Well, the, and, the, the story is that he didn't feel like he was good enough. But now you know, he is. Now he, he's saying that he is. And you know he what? always, That's no, the what, thing is, he's always, the thing, the story, he's always had it. He just told exactly. himself he, he didn't. Exactly. And the Bucks, the Bucks were like, you know, you do have it. And did you, a little Easter egg. They told him. I don't them, know if yeah. it's, they told you know, him, a like, little, yo, a little Easter it. egg. A little Easter egg. I don't know if Kenny Omega changed it, but on his Twitter, He's had the all-out, original 2019 all-out, like, banner photo with the logo. And then it has Jericho on the left, Moxley second, the logo, Kenny, and Adam Hangman Page. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, you have your – in order, your first four ever world champions for AEW. So, people are saying, was this, like, like, Tony Khan plans? Like, was this always the plan? Probably uh, he came out and, and said, Yeah, he always his plan. He when he started AW, he had his first four champions already planned. And he and, and he seen exactly. it in the banner. Did you see that Easter egg in the banner? Yeah, I seen that's the banner, crazy. and I was like, Yo, what the fuck? That's it's, crazy, though. It's crazy to think that that like that it was like he he knew that what was he in the works, the yeah, that was in the works since the, in, the beginning of AW. But like, like, do yourself a favor. Go to go to YouTube. Go on the internet. Search the full Adam Hangman page story leading up to this moment, and it's so crazy the ride, man. Like, it's so crazy, dude. Yeah. Holy fuck! That's yeah. how it's done, though. That exactly. I'm sorry, but that's, that's the best you... story. That's the best story in modern day wrestling. I don't care what you say. Yeah, I don't think there's been a, a big story like that, in, at least in the last pa- uh, past five years. You know what I mean? So, like, it's, uh, fuck, man. I can't wait to see where it goes from here. Uh, it was a great match. Obviously, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Hangman had to win as much as, like, you know, yep. like, they gave us that fucking thought, like, yo, yeah, but Brian and Kenny. Yeah, that, you, you, you said that. I remember on the predictions. Yeah. And even Tony Khan, I wanted to say this too, on the media scrum, he goes, I was hoping to swerve all of you having me, um, Brian, when you're like, oh, wait, maybe we're going to get the Brian-Kenny rematch. And you called yeah. that. 
And he's I, like, I hope I had everybody swerved. He goes, because yeah. that was my plan to have everybody double guess themselves. So that was like, it was, I guess he wanted to make us think that was the way, but actually this was the way he was going to go. Yeah, so yeah. honestly, Tony Khan's a fucking genius. He's so uh, good. What a, what a show. What a pay-per-view. Uh, definitely watch it if you didn't watch it. Uh, I want to rank. Okay, so first, like, we got we to gotta do three things here before we leave. We got a top three matches. Five-star rating uh, of the whole show. Yeah, five-star yeah. uh, ranking rating. Uh, rate ranking the la- the all all the AEW pay-per-views for this past year. So, what do you what do you what are your top three matches? Uh, what did I say was my number one again? I said that the I think I said the Jungle? six man. Okay. Then after uh, CM Punk, Eddie, and the Darby MJF. Those are my top three. Okay. For sure, like that. Those are so We're... good. Uh, obviously, like I was really into that. Uh, um, Eddie and and uh, CM Punk so much to the point that, like, I honestly, yeah, probably uh, your your number one, which you said already was uh, was CM Punk and MJF Darby. MJF Darby is, yeah, it's probably the best match of the whole card. Really, like a, for real. the best, the best one v one wrestling match. Like, you know. Yeah, uh, that's my sure. fir- that's my first. The second would be the six man uh false count. And the third match would be the main event just because I love the story. I love those guys. Yeah. I just love the, the big stage and just the stakes and yeah, definitely. I um I fucking I like that main event too. It's just uh I feel like I was more excited for CM Punk and Eddie. And uh, like I said, it was my second favorite. And uh, I feel like the Darby and MGF match was better than the main event, uh, match wise. So that, that that's the only reason why the ma- the main event isn't on the top three. But they were all, everything like I said, most of the, most of the like they said yeah, top yeah. to bottom. It was a good show. It was a good show. Uh, sure. What what do you rank the show out of five? I already posted my on social media, but what did you? What 4. do you? Four point five. Four point five. I gave it a five. Yeah, I think. If I'm not wrong, I gave the last all the last three shows a five. I think I love all five. Yeah, I think I'm not. I'm not too sure if I'm wrong about. My, it's if either this show happened four point five before, or five. If this show happened before All Out, this would have been a five out of five, and All Out would be five out of five. But I feel like, uh, well, might as well just get into it. Uh, let's just get into like uh, ranked, uh, ranking the whole year. Uh, obviously, Revolution's last. It had uh, at the main event just really soured me, uh, and honestly, there wasn't too. Uh, I don't like uh, MJF and Jericho versus uh, the Bucks for the belt. I thought that was a mistake. Uh, what else was on there? I I fucking love Darby and the ladder match. The ladder match was good too, but Ethan Page wasn't a huge uh, debut, so a lot of people like so kind of like like lowered it a little bit. Uh, other than that, like I thought it was a decent show. I wasn't in love with it. I didn't hate it. Uh, Christian, mid- Christian came in too at that show. Yeah, Christian too. Yeah, that was that was the whole good. like uh, overhyped debacle. Yeah. I that's guess the only you call reason. It. That's the only reason why I feel like uh, Revolution was wasn't the best. Was a co- uh, matches that happened on the show weren't that great. Uh, yeah. And of course, the main event was so good. Then they fucked up the ending. And 
they didn't fuck up. The company they hired fucked up. Uh, and it kind of ruined the whole <laughs> the whole show itself for me. Um, which I guess you agree with that being the worst one, right? Revolution is definitely the worst paper of the year. Uh, yeah, you rank the, the next three. Double, I honestly, uh, it goes double or nothing next because uh, I do feel you know, looking back at it now. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the the second stadium stampede too much. I feel like you just did uh, blood and guts. I as much as I love state the first day the the first stadium stampede will go down in history as one of the craziest matches ever, and I fucking love that match. This one just wasn't at the same level of the first one. It, it was five singles matches happening. At the, no, uh, three singles matches and a tag match happening all at the same time. Uh, they weren't really wrestling together like the first one was. The first one had some weird, like, pairings. Like, the Bucks versus uh, Jericho. What the fuck? That's such a weird, like, a combination. Why are they fighting? You know? Uh, yeah, it was it was okay. It, it, it wasn't the, the best uh, show, but it had some good shit. The Triple Threat was one of the best matches of the year for me personally. I fucking love that match. Uh, what else is on there? Hikaru and uh, uh, DMD was a good match. Uh, the who the Bucks face? Who the Bucks face in the show? Uh, trying to remember. Oh, Boxing Kingston. That was a fucking one of the matches of the year. I I gotta say, the first three matches of the card. Are better than the first three matches ha- of Hangman any single the- card this year. Hangman and Cage. Hangman and Cage. Every the dude, you didn't have a hyper crowd than than this. I even with the debuts, I feel like this card, the first three matches, the crowd were so fucking hot that even even if you're not there, you're like, yo, let's fucking go, let's fucking go. The the first three matches are better than any first three matches of any pay per view this year. Like that's how you start off a pay per view. I will say that for double or nothing. Even if like even if you're like oh the fucking uh, Hangman versus uh, Cage doesn't really matter. Who cares? And it's like yeah, but guess what? I fucking enjoyed that. Riho and 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 Serena Deeb was a great buy in. Like it was such a good fucking opener. I fucking loved it. For me, yeah, yeah. Did you wait? What did you say your ranking get? Or uh, it's third. It's double. I think it's third for this. Year. Okay, so do the rest of your picks. Is my I I uh mine all like like just finish all your picks and I'll tell you all mine. Yeah, you know full I mean? so, full gear is my second. Uh, it had a lot of good stuff on it, but uh, the only thing keeping it away, like we talked about the the whole show right out here, is I don't need to restart talking about that again. Uh, All Out is my number one show this year just because it was so much good wrestling. The Steel Cage match with the Bucks and Lucha Bros. Uh, the uh, What's it called? The... Fuck. Well, uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of good stuff. The women's match was okay. The, uh, battle, the women's uh, Casino Battle Royal was good. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff on the show. And uh, the debuts alone, the debuts alone were fucking. The debuts one, they, one those are so the, iconic. The best ending to a pay per view in the last like 
20 years. Like, like yeah. you're not topping that. You're not topping that. You're not, you're not going to surpass that. Uh, CM Punk and Darby. Like, CM Punk's the first match in seven years. You know, how do you fucking top mm-hmm. that? You know, like, there was so much hype for this show. Uh, it has to be number one. It has to be the best pay-per-view of the year. Okay, so for me, Revolution's last, of course. Yeah. Uh, for everything you said. Now, I, it's hard because like, I love the, those, I love Full Gear, I love Double or Nothing, I love All Out. I love all these shows. Uh, Double or Nothing, I, I still think is a better show match-wise than uh, All Out. I enjoyed, okay, so for me, Double or Nothing, I enjoyed every match, top to bottom. I thought everything flowed well. I loved everything from the beginning to the end. Even the matches I didn't care for, I ended up caring for. So yeah. I went in there like, oh, these two, three matches. Like, what? Why the hell are these matches? But then I'm watching the matches like, hey, this is sick. And I, I ended up liking everything, even like the Anthony Gogo Cody Rhodes match, which nobody wanted. I actually enjoyed that. I enjoyed every I, little I enjoyed thing. It as I, well, yeah. I enjoyed the stage that beat. Second match, not as much as the first, but I always enjoy a good cinematic stage and stampede match. So I thought the whole show as a whole was like a flawless list. I'm like, this is the best pay-per-view of all time. It was my, my favorite pay-per-view of the year. And then all out, there was again same thing. There was a couple matches. I was like, eh, going into it. But there were some good, very good match. There were the matches that were good were very they're very good. But the matches that were I didn't care for didn't really live up to like okay this wasn't that good, but then the surprises at the end was like hey this is like this is a sick fucking paper like how do you like what the fuck like so it, like it all evened out at the end as like okay this was a fucking sick pay per view, yeah and then full gear every single match was a fucking going into it this this was probably the only pay per view where like every single match advertised I liked every single match even the women's match. Every single match, I'm like, this is sick. And then I went into the show, and every match pretty much delivered. Even the lower matches that I was like, eh, that I mentioned earlier, they were still pretty decent. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Jay Lethal, right? This, you had a surprise there, but not as big as the all-out surprise, but you had a surprise. No one really expected that. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, for me to rank these shows is hard, but, like, All Out was a revolutionary show. Like, I know a lot of people who started watching AEW from that point because of, like, the CM Punk and the debuts. A lot of people jump on board on that pay-per-view. That's a very revolutionary pay-per-view. I don't see... I don't see Full Gear passing pay-per-view by... That was, like, a revolutionary pay-per-view. And for that, that's probably got to be the first place. Because, like I said, if the, the show... If the show brings in people that haven't watched wrestling in a long time, they did something right. So that's got to be first place. Uh, I got to put double or nothing second because I I, I I hold a very close place with that pay-per-view, man. I don't know. For some reason, I enjoyed the shit out of the pay-per-view. I watched that pay-per-view all alone by myself on a, uh, on a, on a Sunday, the night before I had to go to work, all by myself. I never usually watch pay-per-views by myself. And I usually, like, when I watch stuff on myself, I end up falling asleep. I was up late watching that shit, enjoying the shit of it. I felt like I was in the crowd. It was crazy. Like I said, I'll never forget that night, that, like, May weekend night. So that, for me, is second. And then Fulger has to be third. But like I said, those last few paper, like, the first, second, third pay-per-views, fucking bangers, dude. Like, if they're producing pay-per-views like this, 
like consistently, I have no problem with this, you know, and it's great to have a debate. Which was the best pay-per-view of the year? Which was the best pay-per-view of AEW's all time? These these three here are probably top like of all time, like just in these this in year alone. It's crazy. And uh, I want to close out this with just saying, where do you think Kenny goes? Where do you think the Bucks go? Obviously, we know where Hangman's going. Uh, do you think the Bucks are turning face? Do you think Kenny is going to disappear? What do you think is going to happen? I think it's the it's end better. of the elite. I think the end of super elite is going to happen. I think we're going to get. Uh, I think we're going to get Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega. Yes, I think, I think I that's think the storyline that we're getting. That's going to be definitely where they're going. I guess that's the Bucks kind of turning on Kenny. I think Kenny's because apparently he, he's very injured right now. So I think he's going to take a couple, like, t- some time off. I don't think we're going to see him for the rest of the year. I think he's going to rest up. You know, when the yeah. champion loses, they go away for a while, then they come back strong. I think Kenny's going to disappear. You're going to get something. You're going to get some shit with Adam and the Bucks kind of just continuing their thing where Adam becomes the leader because Kenny yeah. disappears, which is going to set up Kenny to come back as a face and set up, like, the uh, a face Kenny versus a heel super click. And... And it's also going to tie into, like, the Bucks turned on him. Like, why did you give this guy the nod of approval? I thought we were a team. That's definitely where they're going. But I think it's going it's to be a slow burn. Kenny's going to heal up. Adam's going to take that lead role. The Bucks, they're just, and like I said, they're just going to keep doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very interesting time to see where we're going wrestling. We got we got the, the Owen Cup. They're going to make some announcements, I think, soon about the Owen Cup tournament. Yeah, the, they, they the Battle of the uh, Belts. Yeah, that Battle of Belts was in uh, January. They announced it. Yeah. They are they doing the winners coming again? Uh, they didn't talk about that, so I don't think we are. Maybe they're not doing it this year. I don't know. Uh, we got Revolution in, what, January, February? With yeah, all the new releases, we have Bray Wyatt uh, in the horizon. We got New Year's uh, Smash. New uh, Year's Smash. A lot of shit. It's a great time to be an AEW fan. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I think we're done, right? Are we going to close them out here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, we're coming up to the end of the year, and we have a lot of stuff. We're gonna have our uh, awards for wrestle for best match of the year, best show of the year, best. Uh, we gotta do know, like favorite. a best and worst of. We gotta we're do like do, a we're best. We're gonna give her like year end awards. You know, they got the Slammies. We'll have our own fucking thing. We'll call it whatever. We gotta we gotta figure factors. something out. I think we gotta we gotta come up with some like stuff like best match of the year, best women's match of the year, best. Cage match of the year. I don't know, like something yeah, like that. Yeah. Best, uh, best story of the year, and then like we could do like a best and worst of, and then you can even do like a like that. Uh, that is the award. Like you know, what I mean, like a whole like that might be like a three hour show on its own, but like that's definitely gonna be something we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, like top definitely. ten wrestlers. A year, a year in a, re- a year in review of wrestling. So something, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. So we we got that coming next month. Uh, obviously, um. Unfortunately, this sun, this uh, Saturday or Sunday, whatever, is fucking uh, Survivor Series. Check out our predictions. Fuck that! <laughs> I didn't uh, even know we had, we were supposed to record that on Saturday. Yeah, it's currently Monday, and and, and Emerson messaged me yesterday. He's like, bro, we were supposed to do predictions because it's supposed to go up on. We do our recordings on the weekend because we work at school on the weekdays. Yeah, yeah, and. And he's like, well, we're supposed to do our predictions. Like, shit, I totally forgot that the show was Sunday because it's what build have we had? Oh, wow. Don't don't get me started. I'll save it for when we record it, like, in the next five minutes. 
yeah, which will probably be a five minute prediction episode because there's no build. I don't even know there's matches. Exactly. There oh, might yeah. be a more more of a match with me in the toilet in the next two minutes than the fucking show on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, right. check that out on Thursday. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, that's that's it for us. That's it. We are out of here. That was your full gear or not predictions review 2021. The the full gear, full gazy. Another banger of a show. AEW Tony Khan, keep up the good work. Uh, I am Eckarf. That is Emerson. Subscribe, like, comment. We are on podcast all platforms we're on youtube if you're listening go go over go to your youtube app subscribe like comment do all that whatever the fuck you're supposed to do follow us on social media and all that i'm at the actor show on twitter if you go there in my bio everything's there click the link you can find me anywhere my youtube my mixcloud my instagram all that my spotify go there if you want to find emerson you want to plug shit uh no but Eventually, I will. I got plans. Got plans I just say because it's what am I going to be like? Oh, uh, I do uh, follow me, but don't follow Emerson. I have to say it. It's only, polite. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got plans, so eventually I'll be like, Yeah, go check this out. But now, yeah, well, it's definitely you got to plug your shit, dude. What, what are you planning to do? Or you don't want to reveal it? Uh, definitely plan on working some content when I'm done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, done classes in uh, mid December. I'll be done. So well, like I have, gaming, I have like. Yeah, I got like two videos I want to do. Oh, yo, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So when those come out, you'll probably see them when we do the year end review. I'll, I'll mention. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyways, we are out of here. We will see you on Thursday for our Survivor Series predictions, and Sunday for our weekly Fact of the Matter is podcast show. We will see you and Adusis. Okay, later. All right, listen, Vish. You know, you know the plan. I'm gonna put you in my mouth, and you're gonna get eat. You go, you go. Uh, 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 uh.